Let's go. Bingetown, how are we feeling tonight? It's your boy Dave here with Kyle and longtime friend of the pod, Alki. We are back again here to bring you more anime content with Attack on Titan, episode 81, Thaw. For those listening to the podcast for the first time, Alki and myself have finished the manga. Say hello, Alki. Hi. <laughs> While Kyle is our <laughs> rookie watcher and he has not read any of the manga, say hello, Kyle. Hello. No, you fucked up again. You're just saying, hey, hey, hey. Oh, fuck. I was more concerned on bringing the energy, but that would have brought the energy more than hello. So you're right. Don't worry, people. We will not be spoiling <laughs> anything from the manga. With that being said, let's just get right into it. This episode was a little bit of a slower episode than what we're used to. We got a lot of action, but not much, not much plot advancement. Let's just start with our rookie watcher, Kyle. Thoughts on the episode? Um, Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I... I this was actually the first episode that I didn't watch on a Sunday, mm-hmm. but I thought it was good. But like you said, I mean, it was nice to see like the second half of the episode. We get some nice action shots of like our favorite scouts at this point kind of fighting around and there's the nice Armin and Pixis moment. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was just kind of, it seems like it was another kind of transition episode. Mm-hmm. It, it seemed like Aaron being in the episode probably would have been too much because it would have been too big of a focus and everything else would have got left by the wayside. So we're kind of, I don't want to say cleaning up the scraps, but we kind of have to advance other types of plot at this point. Exactly. Alki. Yeah. I feel the same way. It's just, um, we just had to touch upon the other characters that we haven't seen in a little bit. We hadn't seen the boys, the squad in like three episodes, I think at least two. So, I it brought a spam to my face to see them back together. Well, they've been together, but see them in action. And um, that's it. I didn't watch this episode on Sunday either. I, I just, the Super Bowl and everything, I watched it. Yeah. I actually watched it in two parts because I was busy this week. But uh, it was okay episode. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think uh, this was like by any means, you know, the best episode, it wasn't terrible, but you guys just nailed the hammer on the head right there or the nail on the head right there. Just, uh, just gotta get on, gotta get the other characters involved at this point in time really quickly. I just want to touch on some of the question marks that we were kind of fumbling through last episode. (laughs) The one main one being what does the Royal blood have anything to do with this? And basically what I was reading and what I deduced uh, from what Robin was telling me is that essentially, yes, like for the most part, everyone does, branch off you know from king fritz and ymir it's just a matter of like how deep the blood is like you know they have uh-huh. the, the three families like uh ymir has the three kids they branch off in the nine and it's just a matter of staying within that bloodline that gives you the royal blood ability which is what Aaron needs obviously to activate the rumbling so yeah it's just a matter of like a percentage i guess you could say of how much royal blood there is in you yes and one of them being the reese family Yes, exactly. The, the the Reese family being the most prominent in, uh, of the royal blood that is alive right now. The second one was the second question we were kind of conversing about was why does Grisha allow himself to be eaten? And we did kind of mention this a little bit. It was just mostly the will of Aaron. Grisha knows that his family will survive if Aaron eats him, and you know, in a like and accomplishes his mission. So he's kind of fumbling between okay do I let Aaron do what he wants and keep my family alive or do I sacrifice or do I, you know, help the world and not prevent this from happening? So he's in that, 
that mixed bag, I think. And he just ends up going with Aaron's decision. And again, Aaron having such a strong will and just influencing his dad kind of pushes it over the edge right there. Say, uh, it's a tough choice. Do yeah, I it is a tough choice. My son, or do I save the world from my son? It's, it's a tough call. We won't know until we get there. So and there's also not just Aaron, there's Zeke too, you know, and that's right. probably, he sees Zeke in these futures and he's like, Oh shit. Maybe that influences him to get eaten too. Yeah. And that goes and with Zeke too, with the Royal blood, like we know Dina, Dinah, whatever her name was, was, you know, a, another major descendant of Ymir. Um, so that's why Zeke was able to have the Royal blood, but let's get into this episode. So we open with the Aaron speech. Aaron's speech that he gave last episode, we get a little bit more of a reaction out of the listeners who were there. We get some shots of the people of Marley kind of coming to realization that, okay, Aaron is coming to destroy the world. We kind of talked last episode saying that I think I think I offered the idea that maybe Aaron was just kind of giving them the option to join with him or not. I think what ended up happening is that in order to get in touch with the people of Paradise, he had to just get in contact with all Eldians. So makes sense. It's not like he's offering. He's just telling the people of the paradise and the people on Marley are now kind of like, fuck, we're just going to get trampled over by these Titans. Right. Um, I thought that they kind of misinterpreted it. Same thing with Gabby. Unless so? I'm wrong. I thought like it made when he said subjects of Ymir, is that not all Eldians? Yeah, that is. And that's why I was kind of thinking it's an offering, but. It, it's it could be still we're not entirely yeah. sure at this point um yeah but I my think perspective at the, at the moment and i apologize for interrupting you no, is that they're miss they're just like so afraid of the titans because they've been fed so much propaganda but in reality i don't think aaron wants to kill eldians that have been like oppressed in the country of marley i mean he was there he saw how they lived i don't think that he sees them as his enemies i think he does you think he sees them as his enemies? It, yeah, because they it's, tried to kill him. It's they Reiner, came and they, I mean, they, they, they went and broke down the walls. They're the ones, they're the reasons why his mother died. They're the reasons why all these people suffered. He lost his friends in the Scouting Legion. It led him to make all these decisions. He's like, fuck these motherfuckers, in my opinion. I think that's accurate as well. I mean, you know, we saw in the season four, part one, when, you know, he's talking to Reiner, he's like, I understand you, but and you were all friend to me for a while, but now you're an enemy and our friendship in the past is not going to stop me from killing you now. And it's just kind of yeah. that, that exact even though he situation. relates to him. Yeah. Still, even though yeah. he, I mean, he has a little bit of sympathy. I could see him killing like Reiner and Gabby and them, but like those schmucks in the market that were like a little shook. I don't know if mm. he's really out to get them, but it's probably to him. It's necessary collateral, I guess. I don't it's think collateral he's gonna, damage, but yeah, he's not going to go out of his way. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I was just going to say, like, think about Gabby's point of view. All her dialogue is like the devils, the devils. Those, that's how the people on Marley who are subjects of Amir feel as well for the, uh, on the people on Paradise Island. So in, I think in Aaron's mind, it's Paradise Island or bust. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. That's a very good point, Alki. Um, so after we get that, we get rumbling. <laughs> of course <laughs> gotta do it every time um, if this was a different show 
like if it was more like a lot of animes i would say that i've watched there would have been one maybe like moment of levity while he's talking to everyone like all of the memes we've seen on social media where like someone's taking a shit and then they get pulled into the paths (laughs) and then they get pulled back like that would have happened if this was a different like demon slayer this was demon slayer there would have been a dude probably taking a dump that would be me to the past (laughs) that would be me because i mean this is totally always on the toilet. I, well, I was going to say that, yes. And <laughs> me too. A couple, and a couple of years ago, when Pennsylvania experienced its first earthquake and like, or like noticeable earthquake in like years, decades, whatever it was, I was also pooping for that moment. So we could, <laughs> we could say that it's the same thing. I basically got transported as the coordinate at that moment. <laughs> the memes that crack me up are like, it's like, oh, there's only one cookie left. Should I eat it? And then it's like Aaron, like, do it dude those are so good those are so good i just made that up but but the memes like that crack me up yep all right so after the intro we get gabby and reiner looking for falco reiner says that falco was probably taken since he's a valuable asset to the people of paradise as the jaw titan reiner is badly injured since aaron had undone all of the hardening to release the rumbling and as the debris was falling uh reiner took a shot but really quickly, Kyle, I guess we're going to kind of jump the gun here, but did you immediately think of Annie in that situation or did it not hit you until the very end of the episode? I would say I was already thinking about her just because the episode is named Thaw. It was a perfect title for the ending, yeah, honestly. It kind of gives it away a little bit, but mm-hmm. if honestly, if that wasn't there, I probably wouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. I think they do a good job of, you know, keeping her like she's never meant like she's very, very rarely mentioned this season or last. And they do a good job of that. And so when you get this reveal at the end, it's like, oh, shit, like she's fucking back. We'll see yeah. what her role is now. She was this. never gone. Technically, yeah. you know, you yeah. kind of forget she's a total afterthought. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Gabby and Reiner camp out in some random house as Reiner is telling Gabby to grab everyone and just run. Gabby's trying to counter saying they need to fight Aaron, but Reiner is completely exhausted. He says there's really no point to this. Aaron's just going to get what he wants at this point in time. And here we see Gabby become the Marley version of Aaron. You know, she dons the ponytail and looks exactly like her. And she, she does really look like Sasha as well here, but as Elke had alluded to in a previous episode, like a few weeks ago, that the the author really wanted to create a female version of Aaron, and that's where Gabby comes in. Um, just really, I thought it was cool. I mean, we all hate Gabby. Maybe after this episode, there's a little bit more respect for her. But at, like prior to this episode, we hated Gabby, and yeah, to see her don the uh, the ponytail was pretty cool. Yeah, that was, keep... that's that's the right word though. Respect, a yeah. little bit of respect in that scene where she's gearing up. It's like okay, I get it, but it's still you know fuck gabby forever in a day okay i'm sorry if i stole your thunder by uh revealing no. that i know you had wanted to talk about it like weeks ago no. and you were waiting for this moment <laughs> no it's cool but i i just to specify i think the author actually his original character design for the aaron protagonist was a woman who looked like gabby and he reused this idea for gabby because i've talked about kind of how gabby is the antithesis to Aaron from the Marleyan side, you know, the next generation, even if you want to even say that you could look at it that way is all I'm trying to say. And like, I think it's cool that the character designs are similar, even though like Kyle said, fuck Gabby forever in a day, whatever. Yeah. I think the author does a very good job of like almost Oda level, maybe even surpassing Oda in levels of parallels, just with how they plant these seeds for both sides. Maybe not. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to spark some conversation here. 
<laughs> I I would, think... Not with parallels. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, though. Especially for a story like this, it's not going to be a thousand chapters long. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he definitely put in some groundwork and laid some hints and blueprints since the beginning. And it's nice to see them get fleshed out at this stage of the game. So I, I know what you're. I know what you're saying. Yeah, the, the he's not God of Goda. <laughs> the <laughs> twists in this story are like ridiculous, and they've all been set up very well. But mm. One Piece is just a product of how much effort has gone into establishing the entire planet of everything and culture and stuff. So they they both do what they want to do, like almost perfectly. Thank you guys for helping me play the devil advocate there. <laughs> You're good. You're good. All right. So then let's jump. Then we jump to uh, Mikasa, Armin, Jean, and Connie. They're kind of discussing the plans for Falco and talking about why Aaron is doing what he is doing. At the end of the day, Jean says it the best. You know, he's just sacrificing humanity outside of the walls to protect the people inside. The big quote was, no one is more important to Aaron than us, which we've seen countless times and even in his his evil phase this season always showed that love for them and armin you know kind of admitted it last episode but john says it really well here i like this scene a lot because john's turning into one of my more favorite characters i fucking love him (laughs) yeah he's a savage this is a great episode for him Mm -hmm. and also this is something that i saw on tiktok that um, I don't, it must have been, I guess, a couple episodes ago, and it happens in season one that Aaron's mom mentions that his ears always turn red when he's lying, and that, like, he always had his hair down when he was dealing with Zeke and everyone else. And then when he is with Mikasa and Armin in the room, um, he puts his hair up. Wow. Okay. To hide I, the I saw that and was like, damn. But, but that just made me think of that. And that, like, wow. he puts his hair up around his friends, and that was kind of like a, a little bit of a sign, which I would never have remembered that or picked that up. But let's go back is, and see if his ears are red. That'd be cool as shit. That would be great. That would just add another layer to insanity that we already have so much of. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, at also, the same, I completely yeah. forgot about Connie's mom. Mm, that I, was, like, uh, remember, that was a storyline, but then it got brought up, brought back up here, and I was like, oh shit. Okay. I love the idea that she, you know, she wasn't capable of walking back then. And because they found out that it was Connie's mom, there was no reason to kill her. Like maybe if eventually they'd find a potion. So she's just been laying there probably conscious. I mean, yeah. for how many years it's been since she got turned to a Titan. What it's just so depressing, but really cool that it, they do make it a big deal in this moment as well, because back yeah. then it didn't, it, it was a big deal, obviously in the sense that like, okay, now we know that, titans are people but now it's even more complex and like okay we can save her now at the at yeah. the cost of a child unfortunately it's a great way i feel like to combine like emotional story beats with like that titan eating people mechanic to keep people alive because it was i mean similar to armin was obviously burnt to a crisp erwin the goat rip it was obviously dead as well and it's like okay or a on his deathbed and it's using that mechanic to eat another person to bring someone back to life. And, but then adding this emotional layer of it's Connie and it's his mom and he's going against his friends. And I, I just, it, it was, everything kind of clicked perfectly. This yeah. anime takes the uh, eat or be eaten phrase very literally. <laughs> so yes. um, to continue on at the same time, uh, the squad sees that Titans are consuming both Marley soldiers and paradise soldiers. They're trying to kind of figure out a plan. They also are discussing who should be the one to eat Falco. They offer Pixis <laughs> as a can. They offer Pixis as a candidate. 
But Connie, Connie, obviously, as we alluded to, wants his mom to eat him. Armin Counter saying feeding him will only cause more conflict. Connie doesn't care and in the chaos is able to take Fal- Falco and run off. So we'll see what happens there. Kyle, any thoughts to that by any chance? I mean, I got to say, I'm I'm pretty team Connie. I feel like Armin is a little bit lost in this scene in terms of trying to make amends. Half class fool guy. With Marlians, it's kind of like, I mean, we're beyond like, the point. Is, is, is Reiner really going to be happy that that Falco is now alive and everything is all good now? Like, I don't, I don't know if things could get any worse than they are. Yeah, but I mean, Armin's a very nice guy. I get it. He's always, yeah, he's trying to do what's best for everybody, but unfortunately, he doesn't really understand that the world is literally at war, and yeah. n- neither side is going to accept that. Um, so. Now we move. I think, yeah, go ahead. No, go no, ahead just, before we move on. Even though I'm a reader, I think even without being a reader, I feel like this whole thing with Connie taking the kid, it's crazy and like it brings up the mom thing. But to me, it feels pretty baseless. I don't think it'll play out, especially because we get into the whole Gabby redemption. And I don't think that that would be introduced if, um, yeah. if it was going to come to fruition the way Connie wants it to. I agree. Now that you say that too, it, I mean, Connie's mom becoming yeah, what, a character jaw titan like <laughs> yeah like what is she gonna do she's gonna yeah. fucking fight Aaron like no yeah I just it, her his mom becoming the jaw titan would actually be wild her titan form it's I mean the one that she has currently it's a little messed up but I think it's it looks funny to me <laughs> well isn't it she was she has too big of a head right she, she has like head. a little she has like chicken feet she couldn't yeah. walk <laughs> she's got a big head and little arms <laughs> oh, yeah she couldn't move but oh, um, just sad. really quickly want to cover this scene just to establish a base point but we move to uh, Yelena who is shocked to see the rubbing occurring asking if Zeke did this who cares about Yelena fuck her we're all team fuck Yelena but they're in this like I don't know what it's called it's like a, it's like a tower basically it's like almost like a citadel for like the main city so we'll be just be we're just going to be coming back to this point in time so I just wanted to enter it as a location um, the it's next like scene, the, it's the center of the, the wall, like the inner the wall. Inner wall. Yeah, the inner wall. yeah. It's like the palace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I figured. I, I was, I wrote castle, but I was like, that doesn't feel right. The palace was the word I was looking for. Um, the next scene is the Browse family, Gabby and Niklo running from a Titan. They make a quick right turn while Kai is looking backwards <laughs> and just head first into a small opening into like oh. the sewer, I guess. I don't really know where it goes, but just gets clocked like an idiot. She and, gets clotheslined. Yeah. I will say that right here, I thought, is where the Annie thing would happen. I thought she was falling down into where they mm. kept Annie. Okay. That would have been actually pretty cool, honestly. And then, like, you know, yeah. the Browse family being there, that would have been crazy. But uh, the Titan follow, follows her and is about to take a bite out of Kaya. She's having PTSD of her mom, which is honestly very depressing because that scene was so fucked up when it was happening. Yeah. Um, and we get the highlight of Gabby's career as she absolutely wrecks the Titan. She takes two blasts uh, from the Titan, whatever it's called, gun. The anti Titan rifle, bruh. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, and which is so, yeah. I, this was uh, this was a great scene, I think, and this definitely, like we said earlier, puts more respect on Gabby. Uh, I'm not going to go out of my way and say I like her yet, but she's yeah. redeeming herself slowly. I would say. Yeah, I mean, you got to do more than save Kaya. Yeah, for taking the life of Sasha Browse. 
Yeah, yeah, to flip the script like that. But the animation here was on point. This is one mm. of the, the better animated scenes I thought of the, the whole blood episode. and everything. And who the um the Titan was was that guy who helps Falco, right? Whatever. I don't remember what his name is. No. Oh my oh. god. I didn't catch that, but I think so. The mustache kind of gives it away a little bit or whatever. Yeah, that yeah, was. that guy. I'm pretty ah, sure it was that guy. That's a good well, catch, yeah. Kyle. Nice. Um I'm paying attention. So some Paradise Island troops see the events go down, they kind of slightly recognize Gabby as a Marlian troop, but Kaya vouches for her as her sister. Um, the two have a deep talk while they're kind of advancing through the city about who the real devils are, to which Niccolo kind of replies, everyone is a devil. Like, no matter who you are, they're going to have a little bit of bad in you. Um, I don't know how, like, there has to be probably like a literary term for this or something, but that felt like they were telling the whole story of Attack on Titan in that conversation. Yeah. Like that felt like the message of the entire show happening in that conversation right there. Yeah, I I know what you mean. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if there's a term for that, but that it's was definitely that it's definitely like a turning point in Gabby's conscious and stuff. Oh, yeah. Hearing that from Niccolo, who is a fellow Marley and who is not a subject of Amir, and yeah. him admitting that he has devil in him just like everybody else. Yeah, there's definitely a word for that, but yeah, that's, that's a good point. And also, I like that he uses uh, what Mr. Browse's, like, the forest analogy. They're mm-hmm. like, well, what do we do about it? And he's like, we just got to get out of the forest. We got to remove ourselves from the conflict, which Aaron's version of that is killing everyone, but <laughs> to each their own. I'm still a Jaegerist. Don't forget it. I don't think the audience has forgotten that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got it. I forgot to flex my uh, my cape. You can't really see it, but flexing the it's cape. It's not yours, dude. <laughs> Are you not calling mine. time out, Alki? What was that? It was a J, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you wanted to like take a break to go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, it's, okay. it's building up. It's cooking. Okay. Okay. Good to know. All righty, and then <laughs> get us back on track, please. Getting us back on track. So these final scenes, we got a lot of action shots, so we'll try to move through them quickly. But you know, going back to the troops trapped in the tower, uh, Commander Shadis, 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 whatever, shows off his moves and saves them. Badass moment animation again, really on point here. Okay. He rallies the troops. Cue the fucking music, and the battle begins. I just love that. I think this is like the season one, like main song, almost like. Not the not the opening song, but like it just reminds me of season one. It was really good. Also, a lot yeah, of meaning have, have behind this scene. To that too. It's when like Aaron Trent, like when he's holding the the boulder. I think is when this music kicks in back then, and so now it's kicking in here, which was I liked it. The boulder. The boulder. <laughs> the boulder. <laughs> anyway. Yo, real quick, um, Shadis. I always pronounce it Shadis. Mm. I um thought it was a cool thing that when you find out he was a former commander of the scouting legion survey yeah. corps whatever yeah i that's a detail that escaped me when i was reading you know so i, I when i was re-watching learning that i thought it was really cool and it added a nice layer to his character i like the scene you- right here is too i mean these were all the kids that beat him up yeah number that too and he also steps back into the league role for the first time in probably a whole you know yeah, generation time. yeah yeah you said yeah. something you were going to say something dave yeah it's funny that because earlier when i was writing my notes out like i wrote commander pixis and i was like i, I didn't remember why i had thought his like was commander pixis <laughs> but yeah it's it's funny that you bring it up because i did write commander pixis and i was just like it just kind of looks like commander pixis 
a little yeah. bit. Or sorry, I meant to say Commander Shadis. I meant to say Shadis, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, okay. But Armin Mikasa and Jean are looking down at the Titans that are trying to invade the tower. They see Pixis and really sad moment, but Armin's delivering a, a great uh, mono, inner monologue saying, you know, thanking him for being a huge reason for their survival, training them up to be who they are. And, you know, they can, they can rest easy um, knowing that, uh, or he can rest easy knowing that they're in good hands now or trying their best. Yeah. We get this was sick and that they're all like, I'm sorry, I'm hopping in again, but that they're like on the top of the tower and they all kind of like do the swan dive with the, the thunder spears off of it. That was fucking awesome. Yeah. I thought that was the best display of the thunder spears um, in the whole series so far. I guess mm-hmm. besides the Marley and Raid, that was pretty dope to the intro to them, but they used it really yeah. well. Like we never really saw them being used on normal Titans. And I thought yeah. it was cool to be for them to be seen here using that. And I thought the farewell to Pixis was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm a sucker for the what the their reclaiming of Shinigashima when they are fighting Bertolt and Zeke and Reiner and they're using him in that fight. But I would agree. True, that. true. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just thought they'd use them well. Like, I oh like yeah, the choreography, whatever you want to call it, in cinematic yeah, it terms. Really yeah. Next, we get uh, Flock, unfortunately, being alive, and even though he's. No injured he quickly arrests yelena which i was a little confused by because i thought they were on the same team but i think that maybe it was because you know yelena sided more with zeke and flock sided more with aaron and now that like was i think that's just the reason why and you know he's he's just always disliked yelena i guess but fuck i was so pissed to see that he was alive yelena's a zekester yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. well flock <laughs> flock just sucks i'm pissed that he's on the screen still yeah we don't have to get into him too much we all hate him but uh well, the final last scene- comment i will make is yeah. that i think that when he dies it should be better than him just kind of disappearing into the smoke like that so that's one silver lining yeah absolutely and here we get kind of the final scene of the episode. Uh, it's the Browse family uh, and Armin's group reconvening. Uh, I guess there's like some hideout that they all know to go to and they all meet up there. They go down in the basement. They are Armin, Mikasa, all of them are pissed to see that Gabby's there, but she admits here that she just wants to go home. She's sick of all this fighting. She's, you know, she's going through this huge change in herself and she's realizing that she doesn't want any part of this. Um, and she just wants to go home with her friends and family to which Armin tells her that Falco is going to be eaten. Gabby's kind of pleading with them. And it's just like, she's pulling a bunch of stuff out of her ass. Like, can't you just tell Aaron? It's like, no, Aaron's not going to listen, obviously. (laughs) And in this kind of days, she's telling them that Reiner is badly hurt because Aaron has done undone the hardening. Armin kind of looks and is like, wait, say that again. And she's like, he's done all undone all the hardening. And lover boy Armin immediately thinks of his girl, and we see Annie lying on the ground, gasping for air as she has now been thawed. So, yeah. welcome so, back, Annie, to the storyline. I don't really, I can't remember where this goes from here, but I, she's going to be a big part in this whole thing. We know that, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I, I just have no idea what it's going to be like seeing her again. What is it going to be like talking to her? What like did, was she? She was conscious, right? But hardened. Yeah, I think so because basically, uh, 
You uh, learn about it. And plus two, I mean, when Aaron eats the Warhammer Titan, like you can kind of see her facial expressions change a little bit. Like when Aaron is crushing it, you can kind of see her eyes widen a little bit. So I, I think that kind of implies that there's a level of consciousness there that, you know, she was aware of all these events. But my thing is, is like, she is so far behind on the events of what have just been happening these 10 days. Like all of a sudden, like Marlins or like Eldie and Marley's are like kind of sympathizing with paradise, but she's still in that warrior mindset. So I don't know if she's just going to come in and just start fucking shit up or if she's actually going to kind of understand the situation and just try and help what's best. I think that's just an interesting kind of take on it that she has no idea what's going on outside. You have to think she probably heard Aaron's uh, telecommunications. She probably heard it, right? Dude, oh my God. She's just been going through whack shit of just like not being able to see anything, but like every now and because it's been, I mean, how many years has it been? At least two? Like four, honestly. Three or four, four? yeah. Yeah, Yeah. like she's just been like randomly getting like big headline news every now and again. (laughs) So, (laughs) well, I think, I think, um, or you know, Armin talking to her. Never mind. Come on, shut up. <laughs> well, that happens. That happens. True. Yeah, well, I yeah, think that... she probably is getting like some kind of BS here and yeah. there. That um, Aaron calls him out about it too. That's right. In the scene I where thought... he pulls his hair up. I thought it was cool how they like pan to her um, uh, needle ring. Yeah. In the water, I thought that was <laughs> nice. I just thought it was cool. It's like here's the little hint before we show you her her whole body, but we know yeah. who it was once you saw the ring. Yeah. All right, so that concludes this week's episode of Attack on Titan. Let's go around, starting with Kyle, giving our episode ratings. Um, hmm, this is probably similar to last episode in like terms of ratings. I would probably say I'm like flip flopping between an eight and an eight and a half. I would say with the way that I've been rating episodes, it's probably an eight and a half because every episode just has such a high floor. So I, I, I'm really some nice sentimental moments of a Shadis kind of saving the punk ass young Jaegerist, unlike me, strong, independent, <laughs> intelligent Jaegerist. And then we get Pixis again and we get some a decent fighting. And I honestly, I really like the, the Connie scenes as well. So it's an eight and a half. Okay. I would say I'm a little harsher on the ratings. I would say this is a seven and a half. I think it's a mid episode, but <laughs> the ending was great. And I had some great moments. There were some great moments. Honestly, for me, too much Gabby means no <laughs> rating. I'm just one. being honest. So, hey, I mean, but seven and a half is like objectively solid. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, no, I don't see the episodes getting any worse from here. And if that's the bottom of the table, bottom of the ladder, that's fine with me. I think that's completely swallowable. But Alki, I'm going to have to agree with you as well. I would say a seven and a half for me. Obviously, some very nice moments, like uh, Kyle said, but I just think a lot of the episodes going forward will be just significantly better, I I hope at least. uh, yeah, I'll just stick with a seven and a half. Just overall, that's still an above average episode. I still thought this was amazing. We got a lot of good action. I love the action scenes, especially when it's as animated as well as this show is. So can't ever go wrong with that. Kyle, were you about to say something? 
yeah, I'm now I'm feeling self-conscious about my eight and a half, so <laughs> I'm gonna give it an eight and give myself some room for improvement in future episodes. Look, let me let me put it this way, right? In normal anime terms, any generic episode versus any other anime, it's probably eight and above. But in terms of this season, I'm giving it a seven and a half because okay. of what's on the table. That's all. All righty. So that's going to be it for our coverage of Attack on Titan this week. Stay tuned for next week's coverage of episode 82. I don't know what the title is of it, but be sure to keep an eye out for that. Subscribe to all of our social medias, Twitter, Instagram. Um, we have Facebook, Patreon, uh, all that good stuff. We have a lot of uh, good content coming out with our Patreon. We have we just crushed some some interviews that i won't spoil too much of but they're going to be excellent they're going to be coming out soon so keep an eye out for those other than that we are binge binge town tv and thanks for listening (laughs) thanks for swallowing you're listening to the geekscape network